up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, December 22nd. Coming at you a little bit later today. I uh, had a lot of updates to do today. Normally, I don't have to do projections and rankings on a football Wednesday, but you know what? Good things come to those who wait, and good work does take time, so we're going to dive into rankings for you, kind of hopefully getting things back to normal a little bit. And I say a little bit because COVID may have different plans for us this week, but we'll talk about all that as we go through the rankings. I think we're (laughs) – there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Let's just put it that way. There's going to be a couple situations where I think we're good. There's a couple situations where I do not think we are good. But anyway, uh, let's dive into it. Quarterback rankings for you. I've been saying all season long, if you have a bunch of these guys, I think you're good. But a few of these names do give us a little bit of pause this week. So here it is. At the top, I have Justin Herbert. Great matchup. Easy peasy. Patrick Mahomes at two. Yeah, two. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is going to be back. I, I absolutely think Travis Kelsey is going to be back. But I'll get into those guys in a minute. I think he's going to be fine here. And Patrick Mahomes obviously has that enormous ceiling. Josh Allen. Then Aaron Rodgers at four. Aaron Rodgers has been playing elite football really over his last four games. I mean, well, over his career, but especially over these last four games, he's been awesome. Kyler Murray at five. I get why you might be a little bit concerned, but I'm not going to get too cute this week. Hey, man, I just went through it. I had a tough loss in a home league. I know you want to squeeze every single point out of your lineup to avoid those tough losses, but... Not making the smart play is not smart. I mean, I really, it's as simple as that. So anyway, uh, Jalen Hurts at six. Uh, Matty Stafford sliding in at seven. Uh, and then Tom Brady at eight. Now, Brady will be without Chris Godwin. It looks like he will have Antonio Brown back. That was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, might have Mike Evans, but even if he doesn't, I think he's still fine to start as a top 10 option. Dak Prescott's backsliding down to nine. I realize why you might be reluctant to use him. I'm still going to use him over the likes of Kirk Cousins. You can tell how excited I am about that. Russell Wilson, guys like that, probably wouldn't have that decision, but maybe you had Kirk Cousins or Joe Burrow. I'm still going to use him ahead of him. I know. Uh, Lamar Jackson, if he is good, I will put him at 10. If he is not good, I'm going to put Tyler Huntley right around here. I might have Tyler Huntley, to be honest with you, at 11 uh, behind Taysom Hill. We'll adjust as we go through the week. Lamar did not practice today. And why I have him lower is because the ankle, if he does play, the ankle is going to affect him and limit what he can do. Uh, Taysom Hill is the next man up at 11. Joe Burrow at 12. And then Kirk Cousins at 13. Now, it gets interesting outside of the, well, really the top 12, but the top 13 here because I have Russell Wilson, and he is going to put us to a decision this week. I have Justin Fields one spot after him. Russ at 14, Fields at 15. If you somehow made it through this week and you have Russell Wilson and you picked up Justin Fields, I really don't know how I could go out there and start fields over Russell Wilson. I know last week, yeah, sure, it would have worked out, but I just don't think I could do that. Outside of these guys, Jimmy Garoppolo, next man up, then I really don't want to use anybody else in one quarterback leagues. Moving over to running back. All right, so Jonathan Taylor, here's how I ranked it this morning. I'm going to tell you the rankings how I had it this morning because obviously something has changed in the meantime, but I want to flesh that out. Jonathan Taylor at one, okay, duh. Austin Eckler at two. 
All right, here's where things get complicated. And maybe this is a good thing that I wasn't able to hit record on this podcast until Wednesday evening, but Austin Eckler is now on the reserve COVID list. However, there was rumblings that he popped up on the reserve COVID list earlier in the week, but now is finally on it. I'm not sure why. I don't know if this was a mistake because, I, you know, initially it seemed like the reporting may have been a mistake or something along those lines. Maybe was, was this a procedural mistake by the Chargers not putting him on the list? I think he ultimately clears it. And really, right now, I'm I'm expecting guys who pop up on the reserve COVID list in vaccinated situations to be off in about five days, which would put him in, you know, totally on track to play. So what we're going to do, and I'm going to have to do this in a league, is go out and make sure we cover our rear ends with Justin Jackson if we have Austin Eckler because he's widely available. And waivers run tonight in on a lot of uh, platforms. So make sure you cover your rear end. All right, Dalvin Cook at three. Najee Harris, I expect to bounce back at four. Alvin Kamara sliding in at five. Nick Chubb at six. The team should be back to more full strength, but I don't know if Kareem Hunt plays here. I don't think he does, so that's where why I have uh, Chubb a little bit higher. How about this? James Robinson at seven. Beautiful matchup for Robinson coming off of a, a high-volume game. Cordero Patterson at eight, speaking of beautiful matchup. Josh Jacobs at nine, that true three-down workload for him now has been so good for his overall fantasy stock. David Montgomery at 10. Uh, like what we're seeing out of Montgomery from a three-down standpoint as well. So you get all those touches at this point of the season, that's all that matters. All right, let me do a quick break. We'll continue on with running backs right after the break. All right, more running backs. We haven't even gotten out of the RB1s yet, so at 11, I have Aaron Jones. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I mean, the part that I don't love about Aaron Jones is A.J. Dillon. That's that's really it. But I don't hate it because he's got the upside to get in the end zone. That's going to be a Christmas Day game as well, uh, so that'll be fun right there. Antonio Gibson at 12. Felt like it was going to be a bigger game. Got a little dinged up there. We'll have to keep an eye on his status through the week. But the volume, of course, is what's key with Antonio Gibson. Same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. I'm fine with him at 13 after last week. Ronald Jones at 14. No Leonard Fournette for the rest of the year. Ronald Jones doesn't have Fournette's three-down capability, but he does have the ability to carry the ball 20-plus times. Javante Williams trending up a little bit for me at 15. Saquon Barkley trending back a little bit at 16. James Conner is dinged up. We'll have to keep an eye on his status, but right now at 17. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 18. Uh, hopefully, all the Chiefs who are not on the COVID list avoid the COVID list. Joe Mixon at 19. We got to make sure he is good to go. He could be a little bit uh, slowed in terms, or you know, fewer, slightly fewer touches as a result of the ankle injury. But we shall see there. Jeff Wilson Jr. at twenty. I'm not going to be overly bullish after last week, but Elijah Mitchell will not be playing, so there is that, and it is a tough matchup for Wilson. But he's still an RB two based on volume. Rashad Penny, of course, got dinged up briefly there, but then came back in at 21. Deontay Foreman at 22. Uh, really struggling with Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Now, Stevenson mispracticed due to illness. Hopefully, it's not COVID. I prefer him to Harris if they both play. We don't know if they're both going to play. So, <laughs> week 16, man. 
Uh, Melvin Gordon at 24. Just on the outside looking in, Miles Sanders, who's actually, uh, well, it was an estimated practice, did not practice today. We'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, he should be fine. Sony Michelle, for now, ahead of Daryl Henderson at 26. Devin Singletary, 27. A.J. Dillon at 28. Michael Carter, 29. Daryl Henderson, 30. Uh, rounding it out here with the RB uh, threes. Freeman, Edmonds, Pollard, Daryl Williams, Duke Johnson, Jamal Williams. I-, I can't be any more bullish on Duke Johnson. Even if he gets that same workload, this is a much tougher matchup. Moving over to wide out Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson. That's easy. Tyreek Hill is not as easy. Now, if we do get a five-week turnaround, or five-day, five-week, <laughs> please don't do that, five-day turnaround on Tyreek Hill, then he will be back on the field in time. Fingers crossed. Plan for the worst, hope for the best. That's all we can really do. Debo Samuel at five, Deontay Johnson at six, Keenan Allen at seven. I love that matchup for that team. Uh, CD Lamb at eight. Can we get this thing going a little bit, Dallas? Can we? Please, just do it. Anyway, Jamar Chase at nine, Stephon Diggs going to see J.C. Jackson. Man, J.C. Jackson was very good against Michael Pittman last week before all that. But uh, anyway, we know how that ended. But he was locking him down before then. Uh, tough matchup for Diggs, but Diggs is so darn good. T. Higgins at 11. Yes, I believe in both Stephon, or both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins to bounce back this week. Tyler Lockett should be back on the field. He slides in at 12. Speaking of bounce back, I do think Hunter Renfro is poised for a bounce back at 13. Now, initially I had Brandon Cooks at 14. He is now on the reserve COVID list. So keep an eye on that one. If this was three weeks ago, I would be right now. I would just take him out of rankings. It's not three weeks ago, and these guys, all they need is 24 hours asymptomatic and a negative test. Now, easier said than done in some of these instances. So it's it's a situation in flux. And by the way, I'm not moving Nico Collins way up or anything like that. If if Cooks can't go, Cooks can't go. It's a disaster for that that team. Mike Evans right now at 15. We'll see if he can play. Not guaranteed to play I, I, by any means, right? DK Metcalf sliding back at 16. Jalen Waddell at 17 should be active this week. Antonio Brown, speaking of, should be active this week at 18. Don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. If he's available and you scooped him up, I don't hate that. Adam Thielen at 19. I expect him to play this week. Michael Pittman Jr. bounce back this week at 20. Marquise Brown at 21. Doesn't matter who's who's playing quarterback for me for that squad. Mike Williams at 22. DJ Moore, 23. I mean, come on, man. Get a quarterback for this poor guy. Terry McScorin at 24. Christian Kirk at 25. I still like him as the top option there uh, for Arizona, not A.J. Green. They showed us basically as much last week. Amon Ross St. Brown at 26. If Jared Goff plays, that's the big if right there. Who would have thought we'd be dependent on Jared Goff, but we are. Amari Cooper at 27, backsliding a little bit. People keep asking me what's wrong with him. Nothing's wrong with him. It's December football, and the team's not throwing the ball a lot. I mean, that's what it is. Van Jefferson at 28. I prefer him over Odell Beckham Jr., but I still think Odell is a wide receiver three. I have him at 31, by the way. Gabe Davis trending up at 29. Russell Gage at 30. Both very usable. Uh, right now, I have A.J. Brown at 32. This is a little bit of a hedge ranking to start the week out. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know this by now since we've done 16 of them already this year. But 
not 16 podcasts, 16 ranking podcasts. I know I've done more than 16 podcasts, but the point being, this is the initial, like, if this is not what we set our lineups to, this is just the start to the week, all right? Anyway, A.J. Brown could move up. He's not officially activated as of right now. Devontae Parker at 33, Ayuk at 34, Chase Claypool, and Devontae Smith rounding out the wide receiver threes. Right on the edge, though, Darnell Mooney, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Michael Gallup. Josh Reynolds maybe not right on the edge, but these you know here's how it unravels for us. Josh Reynolds, Jamison Crowder, Marvin Jones, Jerry Judy, Jacoby Myers. And then we have to deal with the MVS slash Alan Lazard situation. Like So if MVS doesn't go, Alan Lazard will be right in this range. If MVS does go and he gets off of the COVID reserve list, then he would be in this range. Jarvis, Robbie Anderson gets messy pretty quickly back here. Speaking of messy, let's go over to tight end, George Kittle. Travis Kelsey, I do think he has enough time to get off. So if you are worried about him still being on the COVID list, I wouldn't. Mark Andrews has been awesome. He's at three. Gronkowski at four. Goddard at five. Ertz at six. Dawson Knox at seven. Kyle Pitts at eight. Dalton Schultz, all right, fine, I bite. At nine. Hunter Hentry at 10 after last week. Gesicki at 11. Jared Cook at 12. Should have some looks there with no parum. If not, I'm streaming Noah Fant, Cole Komet, Tyler Conklin, Gerald Everett, uh, Evan Ingram, and Tyler Higby, I guess, should be back as well. It's ugly. It's tight end, though, baby. It's tight end. All right, that wraps up the podcast for today. Do me a favor. Follow along with me on Twitter at Jeff Ratcliffe, hashtag Rat Pack, and head on over to FTNFantasy.com. Go check out everything that we have to offer over there. It's pretty good, man. And for updated rankings throughout the course of the week. Tomorrow, I will be back regular. Do wide receiver cornerback matchups for you like we usually do. And hopefully, we get this thing back on track. All right, I'll catch you then. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.